Good morning. It is Thursday, December 9th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Today, we are doing our second day in the book of Malachi, and we'll look at our first disputation today. Today's passage is great as an introduction into the book and also to get an understanding for the structure of the book of Malachi. We have one announcement coming up. December 18th from 5 to 8 p.m., we'll be having a Commuter Ministries Christmas party. Commuter Ministries has been blessed by a lot of just faithful listeners and friends who have just supported us and encouraged us, and we just wanted to throw a little Christmas party to celebrate and say thank you. And uh, so next uh, Saturday, December 18th from 5 to 8 here in Cleveland, we're having a Commuter Ministries Christmas party. Everyone who's a listener is invited. Come on, stop by. No need to bring anything. It's just going to be a time to relax and hang out, eat some good food, enjoy one another, all the hosts of all the podcasts, and all the people behind the scenes who help make these different podcasts and this entire ministry exist is going to be there. So please, if you're around the area, if you could come, that'd be great. I totally get it that it seems like every Friday and Saturday from here until Christmas, there's some sort of Christmas party. But if you've got the chance, come stop by. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Malachi chapter 1, verses 2 through 5. I have loved you, says the Lord, but you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord? Yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. I have laid waste his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. If Edom says, we are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins, the Lord of hosts says, They may build, but I will tear down, and they will be called the wicked country, and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. Let's pray together. Our great Father in heaven, God, what a passage, one that just describes your love so perfectly, and yet incompletely. God, as we see that this is only half of the story, because the New Testament is yet to come. Lord, we're so happy to look at this passage of Malachi and see how it leaves us waiting for the Messiah. God, as we look at it today, won't you be with us and help us? Amen. Well, I said yesterday that we weren't sure how we were going to go through this uh, book of Malachi because there's six main disputations. And I didn't know if we were going to go through all of them in one day or if we're going to spread them out over several days. Well, at least today, the first disputation is very short. It's only four verses. So we're going to look at the whole thing today, and we're going to get a flavor for how the structure of this book is set up. A disputation is this sort of back and forth. We see in verse 2, the Lord is answering a question. God's people are saying, how have you loved us? And the Lord is showing them. And to show how he loves his people, he points to a very interesting example. The Lord points to the fact that way back in the book of Genesis, God chose Jacob over Esau. Multiple times in scripture we hear that line, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. And one of them's here in this passage of Malachi. The Lord describes his love to his people in Israel by saying, hello, how have I loved you? I chose you from the line of Jacob and before him really all the way back to the line of Abraham. We have the line of Jacob. But Esau is left out of the equation. Esau the Lord has hated. 
starting in verse 4, he describes the desolation and destruction of Edom, the Edomites. The Edomites are characters throughout the Old Testament, enemies of Israel, and the descendants of Esau. In our passage, the Lord says that even if Edom says they're going to rebuild, even if Edom says they're going to try again, the Lord will tear them down. And with these people, the Lord will be angry forever. My friends, this is a very difficult passage to, to reckon with, that our God loves some people, but hates others. It's a theme we've seen all throughout these minor prophet books, but never really as explicit as we see in these four verses. God chose some people, the people of Jacob, and others he has hated. Oof. My friends, how does this describe the love of our God? God's people say, how have you loved us? He said in two ways. One, I chose you. And two, I haven't rejected you. This is the proof that God puts forth as the evidence for his love to his people. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul writes a very famous passage, one that we probably memorized as we were little kids. The one that I'm thinking about describes God's love for us. It's the proof that God loves us. Do you know what passage I'm going to go to? Romans chapter 5, verse 8. He says, God shows his love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And friends, as we go today, and we're in the book of Malachi, and maybe we sit and we ask this question, God, you love us. We know you love the world. But how? How have you loved us? We can just roll all these passages up into one and meditate on them. One, God chose a people for himself. Two, God has rejected a different people to stay away from him because he hates them. And three, while we were still sinners, while we were yet enemies of God, Christ died for us. If you want evidence that the Lord loves you, look no further than the Lord Jesus. Come as a baby, to become man, to live a sinless life and die for those who are sinful. On Monday, we usually pray through global missions, but we didn't this past Monday. So we're going to do that today. And as we close, we're going to pray for the Aegean Turks in Turkey. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, Lord, this is a difficult passage, but also one that it just burrows down like a drill into our hearts, shaping our minds, transforming us. God, it's so much to meditate on. How could you love one people but hate another? Lord, help us. Help us work through this. Use your spirit to show us by your word and nothing else how this is your character. Lord, we're thankful that this story in Malachi is only part of the story and that later, as we were still sinners, Christ came to show the love of God for us, that you would strike your son for a people who are in rebellion to you. Lord, we treasure passages like this one in Malachi and the one we read in Romans as the evidence for your love for us. Lord, it drives us to worship. It drives us to enjoy the good news, to delight in the story of Christmas. God, as we pray for global missions this Thursday, Lord, we pray for the Aegean Turks in Turkey, this super, super small group of believers who are just gathering together as often as they can, despite COVID restrictions, to worship you to do ministry. And God, these people are without a pastor. 
Lord, raise up a pastor from around the area to lead these people, help the missionaries who are there in Turkey, aid these men and women to raise up a pastor to lead these folks. God, ministry in Turkey is hard. I know of missionaries there who have had difficult times doing the work that you've given us to do. And these people are trying to be faithful, so won't you help them? Lord, use these folks to call your people out from amongst the Aegean Turks in the country of Turkey. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.